Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here with a name you know. Uh, one of the biggest breakout stars in the world of wrestling right now, Lee Moriarty. Lee, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I mean, this is an interview I wanted to nail down. You've got so much buzz, and uh, it's it's not an overnight thing. You've been at it for, for a long time, but man, this this has been like the year of Lee Moriarty. You're all over the place right now. Yeah, I kind of got lucky. Like, it's a pandemic, so it's hard to get booked, but somehow I got them. You did, and I mean, you were the thing that people were talking about coming out of the collective. I mean, how much did you see your profile rise after your performances there? Because it was so funny. I would say, hey, guys, give me your three top moments from the collective. And it's funny because there would be, like, everybody's like Lee Moriarty, but it'd be, like, a different match every time that somebody was mentioning. Yeah, so, like, when I took those bookings for the collective, I didn't really realize that I had that many. Because <laughs> I was thinking of collective, like, maybe a weekend. Like, people will wrestle, like, 12, 15 times. So I'm thinking everybody has a bunch of bookings, and then by the end of it, I was one of the guys that had the most bookings. And it wasn't my intention, but it was cool. And the thing is, I was only wrestling Friday and Saturday, so I didn't even have all three days. If I would have had all three, I probably would have had 11 matches. Was it kind of hard to judge that? Because that, that is how it is during WrestleMania weekend. Like, people will go in with a ton of bookings, and I, I assume that uh, you probably thought that would be the same thing for the collective. Yeah. It, in my mind, it wasn't hard to judge. I just thought that's what everybody was doing, so I did it too. And I, I didn't want to take too many because – Obviously, it's a pandemic and stuff like that, but I wanted to take advantage of like that weekend and just do what I could while I was there because I pretty much just wrestled and went straight back to my hotel room. But um, when I realized everyone else didn't have that many, I was like, "Uh, okay. For a situation like that, is that, I mean, how much does that help for you to get in front of not just Brett Lauderdale, obviously, who you're familiar with, but other promoters and things like that? Because as an independent wrestler, filling up those dates is important. Yeah, it was cool because 
a lot of the promotions I wanted to work for, I got to work for there because everyone was there. So I had wrestled for subgraps once before earlier this year. That was my first match of the year, and I got to wrestle for them again. And then it was my first time wrestling for Glory Pro and Freelance. So it was a lot of new opportunities and people to meet there at that time. So that was cool. Right around, I think it was a little bit before the collective, I had interviewed uh, now August Gray. He was Anthony Green. Basically mm-hmm. hit him up and said, hey, I'd like to talk to you before I can't anymore. And I said, who's the next guy? Who do you think the next guy to get signed is? And he said, without hesitation, Lee Moriarty. That's the person everybody needs to be paying attention to. You're getting like a ton of praise from your peers and your colleagues. How does that feel to, to I mean, have such a unanimously positive buzz to go with your name right now uh it's kind of crazy because i don't really think i do anything that different <laughs> i like i watch my matches back to study and it's like i don't i don't think i do anything anybody else can't do but everyone else sees me differently than i do so it's very humbling to think that all these people see something in me even though i don't see it i just like wrestling and having fun so yeah what inspired you at first to get into wrestling or, or whether it be grappling or wrestling or, or anything? Cause obviously an insane amount of training goes into what you do and, and the way, like, I mean, your transitions are seamless. Like there, there's a lot to love about what you do. What, what made you say, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I've always liked martial arts and combat sports. Like I grew up watching Kung Fu movies and things like that. And I'm an artist too. And I felt like pro wrestling was the best way for me to be an athlete and an artist. You have UFC, but I feel like they're kind of, or just all in MMA. They're kind of, I don't want to say pigeonholed, but they're limited for what their creativity can be. And pro wrestling, I feel like you have a lot more open space to work with than being yourself most of the time. So it just fit the best for me. And then when I, was channel surfing when I was 11 and 12 years old and I found Friday night Smackdown. Hmm. I kind of got hooked on it immediately. And from then on, I just been obsessed with it and it didn't take me long to realize that's what I wanted to do. Probably wasn't even a month into watching wrestling. Did you like, did you approach like catch wrestling or Brazilian jiu-jitsu or anything like that? Because if, if I was just walking up and watching my first Lee Moriarty match, I'd be like, Oh, he's a transplant from amateur wrestling or catches cash can wrestling or Brazilian jiu-jitsu. The only thing I ever did was Taekwondo for a few months because that was like a thing for my family to keep me off the streets in the neighborhood I grew up in. I did amateur wrestling in our uh, strength and training classes in high school, but it wasn't actually training with like the actual, what is it? The actual team and all that. I just did it for fun. And I just studied a lot of grappling and, catch wrestling and things like that to use in my style. It's not something I was formally trained in. I just study a lot of YouTube videos and I practice it at training. Did you find that Taekwondo would help you eventually? Cause like, I know Ethan page is running the karate man gimmick and a lot of people thought he was joking around until he threw his kicks. <laughs> and then he tells me, Oh yeah, I was, uh, I was a black belt in Taekwondo. Mm. It helped me a lot. I think for uh, footwork and timing certain things, it's kind of hard because the way you kick in pro wrestling and you kick in Taekwondo is a little bit different. Like I kind of have to be careful with the way I kick. Yeah. But it is, it definitely helped me a lot with that stuff like footworks and all that, which I think helps me move the way I do. 
Yeah, footwork is, especially when you get into MMA or any striking art, learning to not cross your feet, little things like that. I mean, that, that seems like it yeah. goes an awful long way. Uh, you you had an appearance on Impact Wrestling recently, and there was, I remember the picture where they it had, like, I think it was you and Ben Carter and a few other people, and people mm-hmm. were like, oh, man, <laughs> they're going for it. They're, they're bringing these guys in. How did that come about? Who reached out to you? So... It was back in, I want to say like March or April, Alex Shelley was talking to me, Ben and Trey about doing Future of Honor, which was supposed to be in May. That ended up getting canceled because of the pandemic. And Shelley's always been a big supporter of us. So once he went to Impact, he was pushing us to the people in charge there. We got the opportunity because of Alex Shelley recommending us we drove down there. I think we got the uh, the invite in like a week's notice. We went down there to Tennessee and we got into the tapings and we just had an opportunity to do singles matches on Explosion. It was really cool. And it was a good learning experience. It was my first time wrestling on, I guess, like a television setting, even though Explosion isn't nationally televised sure. in the States. It is internationally televised. So wrestling on TV with those cameras and everything was very different. And it was a good learning experience. Yeah, that's one of the things you always hear of, about, even like the Performance Center. People joke, like, you got to figure out where the cameras are and all that stuff. But that was that was a real, like, adjustment and a new thing for you, right? Yeah, they have cameras and things on independent wrestling. Sure. And there are certain companies that try to run like TV. But it's very different when you have these very professional, high-quality cameras and lighting and all that stuff. Did you get any uh, feedback from anybody specifically or anybody that was giving you advice or helping you out there? Yeah, so the first person I got to talk to when I came back to the current was Chris Bay, and he oh, gave nice. me a lot of advice on uh, camera work and stuff because he, to me, is one of the best people at doing that, finding the camera and all that stuff. So I got a lot of advice from him that helped a lot. Uh, I got to talk to Tommy Dreamer. Matt Stryker was backstage. I talked to him for a little bit. It was a lot of good feedback and a lot of helpful things that I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't go there because I've never been around those guys. And you mentioned Future of Honor. Is that something you're still open to doing? I know ROH is kind of running again, and I know that they're set to make some pretty big changes and adjustments there. Is that something you're still looking at possibly doing? Yeah, I'm completely open to doing pretty much anything else. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm 100% a freelancer, so I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, which is my favorite part of it. It's like I still haven't found where I fit in yet, so I need to just experiment and expand. And uh, a lot of people don't know, but I was scheduled to do Ring of Honor's tapings recently, 
Oh. But because of the pandemic, it got canceled. Oh. I couldn't do it. So, yeah. I know they're very strict, too, because, like, when I'll interview their wrestlers, they're in a bubble, like, for three or four days. Like, they're they're stuck there. Like, so, I mean, that that is something that, obviously, you're open to doing. And you, you appeared on Impact, Ring of Honor. We're seeing a lot of crossover there and people that aren't nailed down to contracts getting unique opportunities. You have to look at that and say, like, man, that's that's a good thing for me. Yeah, I really like the way wrestling is right now. Seeing guys like Chris Bay or other Ring of Honor guys doing stuff with New Japan or seeing MLW and AEW guys working together. It's really cool seeing all these brands work together to help each other out, especially during a pandemic when things are so limited. You're, like, getting eyes on each other. Everybody has a different product to offer. Like, Ring of Honor's product is completely different. The Impact's Impact is completely different. The AEW's, everyone's is different. And they're helping each other grow, and that's really cool. You mentioned Alex Shelley. I know that you had you've had several matches with him, spanning like, especially probably about a year. Because I know the first one I saw was in uh, I think AIW, and mm-hmm. the the I think there was like a series throughout a full year where you were working him. Could you like feel or experience yourself growing throughout those matches, getting more comfortable? Yeah, and. I didn't realize how much I had grown until the recent match, the triple threat with myself, Shelly, and Trey. Yeah. And it was just a big comfort difference in, like, my confidence. But the, the first match was in November at AIW last year. We had another one in December, and then the submission match in February, which was the final of that rivalry. And then from then on, he's, like, pretty much officially became my mentor in professional wrestling. And I've just felt myself grow into like much more of a thinking man's wrestler because of him, yeah. which I always wanted to be. But having someone like that help your mind expand is very different. He was one of the people that made like submission wrestling cool to me when I saw him yeah. in TNA like 15 years ago. And obviously people who watch your work, they can see a lot of resemblance in that. I mean, that's got to be pretty awesome to have a guy who is as refined as he is in the ring always looking out for you in situations like that. Yeah. Him and Saban were my favorite tag team growing yes. up with the Mercy Machine Guns. So I used to watch them in TNA all the time. And then I would follow their career when they did New Japan and things like that. And then when he became a time splitter. So it was it was crazy to me when they told me that I was facing him in the first place. But to actually get to work with him more than once and then learn from him and for him to be my mentor now is insane to think about that I'm actually in this position. I mean, I love I love that this current generation, like there's a whole generation of wrestlers right now that were inspired by like the TNA X division and things yeah. like that. That is, I mean, that's awesome. Because I mean, before that it was WCW Cruiserweight division, but from like 05 to 09, me, like I, I was watching TNA every, every week. That was the program to watch for me. And we just heard how you reacted to, to Alex Shelley. We saw Kylie Ray in tears when she was told she was going to wrestle Alex Shelley. Ben Carter, unfortunately, didn't get to because of circumstances. But, I mean, that that, that makes me really happy to see someone who, who was doing something that wasn't as prevalent in that X division inspiring an entire generation to do that. Yeah, so I think... It wasn't as popular television-wise, maybe, because sure. Impact was still a growing company. But a lot of us now, we were kids growing up with the internet, so we knew how to find pro wrestling no matter what. So it was a lot easier for us to find. Even if I didn't have 
cable for Spike TV at the time, I knew how to find it on YouTube or something. Yeah. So I knew how to get my Mercy Me Machine Gun matches. I knew how to find all this stuff in Impact, TNA. My all-time favorite match is the Triple Threat and Unbreakable with yes! Chris Daniels, Samoa Joe, and AJ Styles. My style might not always reflect it, but that's definitely like my biggest inspiration. That's my favorite match of all time. Like that was my first yeah. TNA pay-per-view that I ordered. And when they went on last, I was like, oh, it's going down right now. <laughs> this is happening. Like ever everything yeah. about that, like from Joe's dive to even like that that blue thunder bomb that Daniels did off the ropes. I was like, man, yeah. this is it. And like on that night, I looked at that and I was like, X Division title is more important than the world title to me. That's yeah, how I looked that's at it. it. That's how that was I and I watched that match over and over and over and over again to prepare for the triple threat with Shelly and Trey, just because it was my favorite. Oh, that's awesome. So we solicited some questions from viewers. Somebody asked where you picked up your theme song from because they're from Brazil and they said that they know it's from a Brazilian DJ. Yeah, from Trop Killers. Um, I got it when I was, I think, and I was in high school or right out of high school. Prince Devitt. It's my all-time favorite, like, junior heavyweight other than Tiger Mask. And I remember seeing a YouTube highlight video with that song in it, and I saved it, and I was like, I'm going to use this for a theme song one day. And eventually I got the chance to, and I started using it, and it worked out really well because people love it. Then we get one from AJ Gray that says, why is he not intimidating at all? (laughs) I'm very intimidating, and you can ask AJ, why is he 26 with the face of a 43-year-old? Oh, it's true. He is. Yeah. Oh, I'll see AJ. It's cool. Man. AJ. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. Well, as we wrap up, were you much of a gamer growing up? Are you much of a gamer now? I was very much a gamer growing up. But now, like, I have an Xbox One, but I don't play. I bought Kingdom Hearts, I think, the week they came out, the new Kingdom Hearts. I haven't played it longer than, like, an hour. I think, like, if we go on lockdown again, (laughs) I think I'm going to get back into video games. I want to try to because I feel like I have my life more together now and I have more free time. So we'll see. I hope I can get back into video games, especially, like, I might get a PlayStation 5 if I can find one, just because I want to play that new Spider-Man game. Yeah, it looks really cool. And I'm not big into, like, superhero games or anything, but I see that, and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll yeah. give it a whirl. I might give it a go. <laughs> were, were there any, like, go-to wrestling games for you? Like, I, I hear, honestly, out of a lot of people from this generation, they'll tell me, like, I do a move a certain way because of how it was done on a video game, like WCW Revenge or No Mercy or something. Were you much into that when you were younger? I don't get any of my stuff from video games, but I remember my cousin had, I think it was Here Comes the Pain, and I played that every time we went over his house, and that was probably my all-time favorite wrestling game. And then whenever I got my first Xbox 360, uh, like I got a bunch of games for Christmas, and it was SmackDown versus Raw with ECW on it, Yeah, and I played that on, yeah. Final question, who would win in a street fight, Stokely Hathaway or Alley Cat? Stokely Hathaway because I hate Alley Cat. Really? Man. Yeah. I, I've she asked starts prob- problems with me for no reason. I don't do anything. Man. I mean, Stokely starts a lot of problems with people for no reason too, though. That's true, but <laughs> Stokely and I are cool, even though he still owes me like a Zaxby's, Zaxby's gift card and a oh, you're not getting that. Gary Payton jersey. 
You're not getting either one I of those. Better get it. Stokely's oh, not cool. paying you ever. I better get something. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Of course, we have your Twitter handle up and all that, but let the people know where they can support you and, and check out your stuff as well. Uh, all my at handles are the same apex of combat, all one word. You can look me up on YouTube, Lee Moriarty. I'll be trying to post more videos on there and, uh, just stay tuned. I'll be wrestling for limitless wrestling. That will be streaming December 19th on indie wrestling on the independent wrestling network. I'll be competing in the vacation land cup to become the limitless champion. Nice. Guys, make sure you check out all of his links. Lee Moriarty, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Until next time, guys, we're out. Awesome. Thank you so much. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.